on every <laughs> night at 2 a.m. It's the same story. <laughs> I hear you, Clark. Beverly, it's your turn to check on the grandpa. No, I want Clark. Oh, my. He's saying he wants you. Oh, my God. I thought we got rid of our baby. Why do we still have to get up in the middle of the night to take care of another one? <laughs> I'm scared. Clark, he's scared. Go easy on him. Oh, my God. Oh, let me get out of bed. <laughs> I'm coming, Grandpa! <laughs> oh, my God. Sift me through your fingers, Clark! All right. I know this is something that helps your anxiety here. <laughs> it's okay, see? You're a zen garden. Look, I'm using the rakes. Don't use the rake! <laughs> oh, oh! God, fuck, I forgot this. You're too sensitive. Okay, sorry, let me just... Everything hurts, Clark. Why do you insist on keeping me in your room while you fuck my granddaughter? If I don't keep you in here, you scream from the other room. So I just, I figured it's easier. I'm too tired to go all the way down the hallway. <laughs> so now I'm constantly in pain. And now I have to hear you fucking her. Knowing damn well I will never get to. Well, I mean, that's up to Beverly. I mean, you haven't really tried to pursue a relationship with her, but, you know, she might stick her finger in your ashes. Oh, fucking ashes. Who would want to fuck ashes? Oh, I know, Grandpa. Just you're... fucking kill me. Find a way, please. There's please. no way to. They told us there's no way. You're immortal. I'm tired of living. I'm sure you are. You've been ashes since the 1890s. I'm going to wake you up every night. If you don't find a way, bitch. Grandpa, I'm not the... You can't call me bitch. I'm the one who takes care of your ass. Please. I'm sorry. <sighs> Wouldn't you be bitter, too, if you had to live for as long as I've lived without fucking... Yeah, especially since your wife was the one who left you and helped get you banished. Exactly! <laughs> I'm so sorry, Grandpa. Why have you been, you know... What was it like being trapped in that cave for so many... Decades, as you know, I'm sure you must have felt very lonely. Don't you have any sort of comfort being around your family? No, well, no, I don't really like you guys that much. Uh, without me, Grandpa, you'd still be in that fucking cave. Well, do you, I'm from a different era, son. There's, we did things a lot differently back then. Yes, we did. We surely didn't talk to our grandparents the way you talked to me. Well, I mean, to be fair, you're just a box of ashes I met in a cave on an island inhabited by goats. Is that all I am to you? Well, you're just some ugly fucking guy who sifts through me and tr constantly uses a rake on me and fucking fucks and has retarded kids. Oh, low blow. Low blow. It's your DNA that made her retarded, technically, because I'm Beverly so old. There's never been a re in my family line, no. Well, I'm sure none of your family members have ever had a baby past 90 years old. I know for a fact they did, because my dad did. Oh my god, are you serious? My dad was 93. When you were born? Yeah. I'm... Oh, okay, so you're you're literally just like Thumbelino. Oh my god. Yeah. I miss that little guy. What, what happened to him? Well, we had to give him to Dimitri. You... What? Yeah, we had to give you a great, 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 Oh, my God. You just said you didn't like us all that much. You gave my grandson away. Well, there's nothing I can do, Grandpa. There's this whole crazy thing that happened, and 
Dimitri is kind of withholding money over us, and if we don't, if we didn't give him Dumbolino, he probably would have just killed him anyway. So it's better that he's raising him, and he's a billionaire. Oh, he's a billionaire. Oh, oh that's <laughs> why can't I be a billionaire? Oh, I. Clark, what are you doing in here upsetting Grandpa? You came in here to calm him down. Uh, we're just talking, Beverly. <laughs> Beverly's here. I didn't want her to hear any of that. Oh, my God. I've heard he's worse. Just, I've heard he's worse. He's feeling very sad and insecure about his life, and he's in a lot of pain. If I had a gun right now, I'd put it to my fucking head and kill myself. <laughs> just please end it. End it. End it. End it. He's begging for it, I mean. Beverly, what if we take him to you-know-who? You know, I know we've said we're not going to keep getting advice from you-know-who, but what if we go to you-know-who and we take him and we say, hey, like, is there any way to get rid of Grandpa? You know, because, like, we can... TG's never gonna do that. Who? TG never will. I'm talking about Bertram, Grandpa. <gasps> Oh, he might. He might. He might know because I mean, he's the one that put the curse on you, and you know, did all of that. So maybe he knows a way to get rid of it. I just we're not really supposed to talk to him. Suppose I mean, you're the council, and you make the rules. So I mean, I suppose it's worth a try. But what makes us think that he'd work for with us? I mean, he'd probably want something. Well, I mean, he's a head on a stick. We can do whatever we want to him. You but know, why well, he can... doesn't have to tell us. How to get rid of him? How do we tor- we need to like torture him? No, I can tell you with one hundred percent certainty, Clark. There's nothing you can do to torture souls like us anymore. The ti- test of time has done it. The test of time is all we needed, man. You think he's already tortured enough? He's a fucking head on a stick. What is that supposed to be inhumane after what he did to you and so many other people? No, but there's not much more he can lose. His nose. What does he give a fuck? Worst case scenario, you just put him into a fucking thing of ashes like me. Oh, God. <laughs> no, because then we'd have two screaming urns, and we all, one is way more than enough. What if we just did one of those nice little send-offs that they do where they put their ashes in something and just scatter them? Okay. You want my, like, molecules to be suffering an even greater surface area? Well, maybe, but if you think about it, maybe if you divide it up enough and spread it out far enough, like, the individual pieces would be so small that they wouldn't be able to feel anything. That's a good point. I I have no fucking clue how it works, I mean. I don't either. You would think being on a magical island, we would have, like, some more ideas about how to get things accomplished, but, uh... uh... I don't know. Are you sure this is what you want, Grandpa? I'm done, son. I'm done. There's nothing else you want to see? You don't want to watch, you know, Thumbelino grow up from afar or, you know, get to know Beverly, me? How the fuck am I going to see Thumbelino grow up when you gave him away? I don't give a fuck about you. Kind of, kind of give a fuck about Beverly. (sighs) The only thing I could possibly want... You know, just one last time would be just some peanut butter cookies. Oh, peanut butter cookies. With the kind with, like, the dessert peanut butter, not, like, natural peanut butter. Sugary. Like Reese's? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yes. 
I, we can definitely get that done. I could put in an order and have the uh, the peanut butter delivered in the next shipment. Yeah, we can, I mean, we could definitely make you some cookies, Grandpa. So just make you some cookies and then s- scatter you? I want, I want to be the fucking yeast. I want to be what makes those cookies grow. I want you to eat me and for me to go inside of you through your intestinal tract into the sewer and just be done. Well, yeah, and I, you know, honestly, if you think about it, I mean, it sounds crazy at first, but then if you really think about it, you divide up the ashes, you bake them, you know, so of course, yeah, you're going yeah. to be burning again, but then if we eat the cookies, everybody mashes it up, digests it. A stomach acid, too. That's powerful stuff. And then shit it out. Yeah. I've always wanted to be in some women's shit, the men's shit. You know, I've done some gay shit in my life, but... Being in some women's shit, that sounds hot. You're going to be in some men and women's shit. I mean, we can't really help that. But uh, I think, I honestly think that might be able to, you know, break the curse. Yeah, well, fucking do it. Well, all right. All right, let's do it. Beverly, get the uh, mixer. You guys making cookies in here? Oh, yeah, hey, come on in, Tristan. You want to help out? Come on in, Tristan. Yeah, here, just take Grandpa's ashes. <sighs> okay. You just be careful with the box. Finally at peace. Okay, and uh, what do you, you want me to take him up to his little room where we keep him, can't hear him? No, just dump it into the flower there. Hold on. You want to do what? Yeah, uh, Tristan, hey, c- come over here. Come over here, okay. uh, out of earshot. We're trying to kill Grandpa. Uh, as like a oh thank god like a jack kevorkian like mercy kill sort of assisted suicide thing thank god dude i can't stand i hear that man every night screaming for help i just let you and beverly handle it. i can't do it wait you hear it too and you fucking choose to ignore it what the fuck else am i supposed to do i mean i just got help some... out what am i supposed to do every time i come in he screams you're just like i don't know sometimes he just I, well our problem is going to be solved he's going to be Thank gone you. if this works out well hopefully it doesn't turn into like his spirit is transported into everyone's feces i sure hope not but i mean as soon as the feces leaves we probably would never see him again decomposed feces yeah or like flushed yeah hopefully we'd never hear him again ever He's screaming as he comes out of our ass. That would be kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, we might we might hear a little bit of you know, something. You know, if we divide the cookies evenly, who knows? I'm totally down for it. Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay, come over here, Grandpa. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Oh, thank, thank you, Tristan. I'm sorry for screaming so much. I'm glad you're just finally fucking ending it. Fucking do it. I feel like I'm the only person who wants Grandpa to be alive. You know, he's a he's a good guy. I don't think he. I mean, it's but he's cursed. He's cursed. Um, why do you, why do you, that's selfish. Why do you want me to live? I'm suffering every day. Uh, you complain every time you help me. <laughs> well, I, I just, it's like, uh, it's part of, you know, you're just one of the guys, Grandpa. You know, you're part of our group, you know. And no, I'm not. You put me in a room by myself. There's nothing in it. It's empty. But you're here. In the kitchen being cooked. Uh, your choice. Your yeah, that choice. Was your cho- this guy. Ca- Clark, why are you having second thoughts? You complain every time he wakes up. He's a part of our group, Beverly, and we're all a family. You know, you, me, Sister Marble, Brandon, Sister Carissa, BG, Tristan, Shellyanne, Big Red sometimes, Sister No, not so much, but she's kind of working. You know, and so Grandpa's a part of that. It's hard to let go of one of your own. Let's be honest, Clark. 
Grandpa was never part of that big group. Yeah, yeah, he was sort He's of kind of mis- one-dimensional. All he kind of does is scream. Doesn't really offer much to the group. It's a, it was an issue. It's like if he was more. It's it's the problem is we they introduced a character who was literally just ashes. What can you do with ashes? Right, and and and. Not only that, they gave him an element where he's constantly in pain. People in pain with no means to take pain medication are just going to scream all the time. You're right. Sometimes you got to get rid of them in creative ways, and that's what we're going to do. You know, I think I'm going to put a little frosting on top. Ooh, yeah. These aren't just standard peanut butter cookies. They're peanut butter cookies with icing. Peanut butter buttercream icing? You got it. Oh my god. Buttercream for days. Thick layer in an one. Oh my god, yes. And then, oh my god, could we do, because Grandpa said he wanted Reese's, maybe we could dip them in chocolate, get the hard chocolate candy coating around the cookies. Oh god, yes, that sounds so good. Yes, okay. I think that sounds good too. I'm, I'm gonna go get the chocolate, you guys keep cooking them. Yeah, you get that, and uh, Beverly, go ahead and start sifting in uh, the sugar and the flour and all that, and I'll start pouring in the ashes. I want it. God, that feels so good. All right. Oh, I can't wait till this releases. You're being sifted, Grandpa. Are you you sure you still want to do this? We can put you back in the... All right. All right. Oven's preheated. (sighs) Goodbye, Grandpa. See you in my feces. Marble, there's something we have to tell you. Well, what is it? What's wrong with these cookies? Are we not allowed an April bake sale? No, eat some. Eat one. You can have one right now. Sister Marble, um, everybody, this is Grandpa Bartholomew Hillbilly's funeral. What? What? What the fuck is going on? Yeah, I mean, we get, we had to tell him at some point, didn't we? Uh, yeah, I think we just, I mean, and it's better now so that everybody can, like, say their goodbyes, you know, and do it willingly. Is someone going to pulverize one of the cookies and put it in my feeding tube? Yeah, hold on, Sister Carissa, I gotcha, yeah. Oh, Tristan, you have always been so good to me. Well, I mean, that's not necessarily true, but you have a really short memory for it. I don't know if they wiped it or something. Anyway, oh, let me... I'll mainline you some cookies here. Ah, that is so tasty. Grandpa gives a nice aged flavor to it. <laughs> See, you're telling me that we're eating, we're eating them, Grandpa? Do you taste the anise? 
What? It is sort of like a black licorice anise flavor. I taste it. It's fucking good. It's really good, honestly. You guys made some good grandpa. You wouldn't think black licorice would go with peanut butter chocolate cookies, but all together, grandpa, delectable cookie. Glad you like it. How often y'all shit? Cause I'm done. Well, you gotta wait for all the stomach acid, Grandpa. Yeah, yeah. It's coming! I mean, unless something really- Unless something really shocking happens and we all take a shit really soon. Can't see that happening. Oh no, now that I know I'm eating- I'm eating Grandpa, I feel like I'm gonna throw up. Oh. No! 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 Don't let- Anybody who throws up has to eat their puke. <laughs> it's making me wanna throw up! Think about it, puppy. Well, don't puke, Brandon, or you're going to eat that puke. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be okay, Brandon. They taste good. It don't matter to ask Grandpa. I like it. All right, last cookie. Mind if I do the honors? Yeah, of course, Beverly. Everybody, let's give Beverly a minute to eat her cookie, eat her Grandpa. All right, you know, never thought I'd be a cannibal. Never thought, well, thought about it sometimes, but never thought I'd actually get to eat a person. Just wanted to say, Grandpa, I'm glad you made me. I'm glad... You know, everything you've done for the island and helping out and... Sorry you had to be ashes this entire... Oh my god. I'm not sorry at this point, no. I mean, you're fucking... This is good. It's really good. We need to keep this recipe. Did, did, did anyone write it down? Yeah, we've got the recipe, but we're out of ashes. Well, shit, we might have to keep cooking people and making their ashes. I don't know if it's the dry-aged ashes or... If it's just in the ashes, it's hard to say. No, I'm finally at peace. Kinda. You'll be at peace soon, Grandpa. We're, we just got to get this feces out. What is talk of feces? Oh, oh my god, I'm shipping! Oh, what, the, shipping. what the hell is going on? Why, what? Why are you in our house? I have a very interesting piece of information about this retarded baby that you gave me. Oh, uh, what? You can't say that about a baby. I can say whatever I want, ancient lying lady. Hey, she has a name, and the name's not ancient lying lady, so you watch it right there. Whatever you say, little green freak, I do not care what little green midgets say to me. Clock, you just gonna let him talk to me like that? Uh, I'm just a little afraid right now because it seems, uh, something seems off. Oh, yes, something definitely seems off. I tune into Just My Opinion with Nancy Sex. She has. Oh, very, no. Oh, no. Clark, we gotta run. Oh, my God. Run, Tristan. He's going to. Run! Oh, my God. Okay. All right. If we get to the, if we get to the palace's chambers, we can lock it in there. Everybody go. Gotta go to the panic room. I'm going upstairs. Beverly, what? I'm going upstairs, too. Fuck it. Oh, my God. Okay, I guess. You can hide in panic room all you want, but the thing that you want is right here. Uh, oh, Clark. Clark. He's got... Little Thumbelino. I know. Oh my god, we made such a bad mistake giving him away. He's dangling him. He's dangling him by the feet. What do you want to do? Should we go out or just... We gotta go get him. We gotta at least bargain for him back. Come on. Dimitri, Dimitri. I'm going upstairs. You got I'm doing it. No. Yeah, Tristan, you take DG, everybody else, Sister Marble, everybody else that I said, everybody else that's here, and you get them in the... They safe room, and you guys stay put until we let come and give you the password. Okay, I'll go get the kids. Come on. All right, Beverly, let's go do this. Oh, Dimitri. Yes, uh, nasty lying 
County President Man. Is that uh, what you want me to say, you fucking lying piece of shit? We're not the only ones who've lied here. Oh, you think you can make a mockery of Eleskievich? What are you saying about Eleskievich? I practice everything above the board. Uh, well, frankly, I'm not sure what you're talking about. I'm not sure how much you've seen. But um, if you haven't seen anything, you make retarded babies. I have seen paternity, complete paternity test. And I am aware that princess never had abortion and peasy jeezy was never created. Well, the thing is, is that that would be true if reality TV was true. You think everything you see on TV is true, dumbass? Yeah, it's it's a lie. It's all it's all fake. It's all scripted. Nancy Sachs is a paid actor. She's got producers that do all this stuff for her that, you know, set things up and write a certain way. So you are saying that uh, Nancy Sachs is fake news, so to speak, and that Dr. Xavier uh, participate in uh, fake news DNA test. I mean, if the if the Bedusas found Dr. Xavier and got him in on it, sure, yeah. I am having a hard time believing this story, because if you will remember, they said that it was a certain percentage of human, whatever it was. Something like that, I mean. PZGZ is my baby. And if that baby from the sex gremlin and the Shelly Ann princess bitch, that would be my baby, not this little retarded baby. So I want to do fair trade, what is mine and what I paid for. You want all the money back? No, you, no, you, you can't take the money. Don't, no, 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 no. This has nothing to do with uh, funding of Goat Island. Uh, none of that, right, Dimitri? Like, we can still have good a good business relationship. Uh, that is uh, much to be seen, nasty man. We need to discuss uh, options here. I do not necessarily want money back, but I do want what is mine. I want my baby. Even if it's only 10%, I want that sex gremlin baby. Well, the thing is, is you know you're never gonna get it. Oh, is that so? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Well, then you're never going to get this little retarded baby you call Thumbelino. What about that? Well, how do you know his name was Thumbelino? I am billionaire, you stupid bitch. I have people everywhere. I can do whatever I want. So you want us to do business with a man who spies on us? Really? Really? It's not fair that you did that behind our back. Yeah, what makes you think we want a retarded baby back? Beverly. What? Are you, what, are you doing reverse psychology? Because, I mean, we just talked about wanting to get it back. Well, I'm, it's the heat of the moment, Clark. I don't know what's going on. I am not going to give you back this baby under any circumstance. Either you give me back all money and you keep pizzy jeezy and I keep this baby, or we make trade of babies. Fair trade. What is mine is mine. Well, that's that's not our decision to make. That's Tristan's decision to make. Are you leader of the? Are you guys leader of this island or not? Who deals with Tristan? I don't care about Tristan. That is my baby. Well, he's his own person. He's a sovereign citizen. Oh my god! Last I heard, you're not even a citizen of this country. We could deport you right now. Oh yeah, I Chihuahua. You think you are going to deport 
the man who is essentially owner of the island. You're not owner of anything. What? Get, who is the money who is providing this island? Huh? Beats me. Oh, you are going to play plead the fifth and portray yourself as idiot woman. Okay, ancient lady, I see how you play a game. He's really good, Clark. He's not falling for any of the usual tricks. I know. I don't know what we're supposed to do. Should we just, you know, make the trade? We can't, we can't, I mean, Tristan's gonna hate us. No, there's no way we could. He's not gonna give him up. It would only be temporary, you know? We could take Ruthann and give him to Dimitri, you know, get Dumbelino back. He's not going to do anything because he sees Ruthann as PZGZ. He's not going to hurt his own baby. I mean, he's going to have sex with it, but she's a sex gremlin. I just want to let you know I can hear everything you guys are saying from the panic room. No, I'm not giving up my baby. Tell him to go fuck himself. Oh, God damn it, Tristan. You're going to ruin this whole fucking... I'm not doing it. Oh, what? Now what, Beverly? You guys should have came up to the panic room, because now you can't hide from me. Yeah, because you're not going to open the door for us? Not if he's right behind you, why would I do that? No. Fuck you, Tristan. Oh, Beverly, what? Now what? I'm not the one who gave away my retarded baby. Turn off this speaker! God, it's just a mobile. Can you believe that, jackass? Thinking I'm gonna come down there and give up my retarded baby just because he gave up his retarded baby. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Her fan's not retarded. Look at her. She's pissing herself. That's retarded behavior. Yeah, she is. Good girl. Good girl. God, Tristan, turn off the P PA system. Oh, my bad. What is taking so long? I am dangling this baby over vat of acid. Did you forget about the vat of acid? Never knew there was one, but now that you pointed out, this makes this a little more dire. Fuck, I knew it was an issue. I knew we never should have got that big vat of acid installed. Terrible idea in hindsight. I mean, we thought we we thought we'd be doing the murdering in it. No. It instantly no. It instantly got turned against us. Can't believe this has happened. You know what, Dimitri? Just dip him. What is this? Are you really giving up that easy, ancient lady? Well, I mean, you dip him. You're still not getting your money back. I mean, that's what you're trying to do to get your money back. So no, like. Whatever, do what you gotta this do. This is not about money, lady. This is about my baby, at least 10% of it. This is your baby, lady. Do you not feel any maternal connection to your baby? No, I had postpartum depression. Thanks for rubbing it in, jackass. Never connected with it. Because I had a C-section. Just like the princess. You know, they both are never going to feel any connection to their babies. That's just how it works. You just If you don't push it out and it stretch you, you do not feel connected. Period. You're right. Doesn't matter if you grew it. Doesn't matter. Nope. That's what they say. Now I got us this ugly scar. Look at it. You, that is still scar of womanhood, ancient lady. That is sign of of wisdom and and womanhood and it is symbol of your strength and i don't know why you would be so quick to dip baby in vat of acid well maybe i gotta trick up my sleeve uh, oh dimitri look behind you what is going what are you doing hey what's up dude <laughs> dg hey there we go Oh! Oh!
out of acid, holding on to baby with outstretched arms. Hi, 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 Oh, oh. Should do we grab the baby? It's up to you. I mean, it's like three more seconds. Oh, oh, I've never oh, well, seen. I can't so make a decision. Oh, you do oh, it, Clark. Oh, oh, Alaskiyevich. Oh, oh. Oh no. That is like one of the worst ways to go. I get. Do you really want to hear our baby scream like that? Huh? What have we done? Get him, Beverly! Get him! Okay, I'm getting him! I'm getting him! Oh no, he's half submerged! Oh no, he's half cooked! Oh, oh, Jesus! Oh my god! Oh, Jesus, he's like a burnt marshmallow! The whole bottom half is gone! Oh no, and just still crying! Get Dr. Xavier! Let's get them to Dr. Xavier! Come on, Beverly! Okay, let's go get him. It's gonna be okay. Hello and welcome to Motave, folks. We're back, and this time, you know, it's classic. We, we dive into our sexual being a lot here on this show. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we've done, a, we've done a couple episodes about, you know, just our experiences masturbating, but this time... Have we really done that many? We, at least two. Just full-on episodes about our masturbating yeah. habits? Well, the first time, well, we've done, like, like we, we did weird, like, we did, like, our first time, like, masturbating stories, like, that was, like, oh, a full yeah, episode. Yeah. And then we talked about one time, um, I don't know how it came up, but, like, the episode just, like, kind of naturally turned into us talking about masturbating. <laughs> and, like, you know, celebrities that we've masturbated to and, like, that kind of stuff. Okay. But this time, uh, just to flavor it a little differently, this time we're talking about weird, or just, I guess not really necessarily weird, but just any locations that we've masturbated that are, you know... Different than just our bed, because, like, that's where most people masturbate. <laughs> that's where I do it. I mean, sometimes on my couch, sometimes in my chair. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's, like, 90, like, if I'm masturbating, like, there's a 90% chance I'm in the recliner, just because that's where I sit most of the time anyway. <laughs> it, I definitely masturbate in bed. I, I do like the angle of being reclined, because even when I do it in my bed, I have to have, like, five pillows behind me and kind of, like, be, like, sitting up a little bit. Yeah. But I don't, like, they're just... We were talking about this a little before. You're, um, you have a little more experience with the freaky masturbation than I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I really feel like it's only because it's really hard for me to get off if I'm not at that right angle. Yeah. It's, it's just hard. Like, standing up, hard. Oh, yeah. Nobody wants to be jerking off standing up. I hardly ever do that. You know, that's that's not a way to... That's not a way to get it done. However, my most recent strange jerk place for an significant episode VIP room A <laughs> was really out yourself with this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the exact room where yeah. it was done. Was uh that was a standing masturbation. So, you know, uh I don't know what came over me. But yeah, Matt, I was going to ask, what what thoughts are popping into your <laughs> mind that get you to that point? Well, at this point, so, like, we're we're operating some breakout rooms that are at a convention center that we had loaded with projectors and screens and sound. And so we were just literally, in the morning, we would turn it on, make sure that the person got their computer connected to the, the project, you know, to the HDMI, and as long as everything was running smoothly, like, our my, the literal, like, was just to sit there. That's all we had to do. 
And so, you know, I brought my computer, I brought my vape with me and, you know, just got sat there and got high, edited Motif, you know, scrolled on my phone, you know, chatted with the boys, you know, that kind Uh of stuff. But at a certain point, you know, there was another event going on in the ballroom. I was only there for the breakout rooms. So I'm alone in this room just waiting for somebody to call and say they have an issue. So he sends the the couple union guys home from the stagehands union, cuts them early because, you know, there's nothing for us to do. And I'm sitting there and I'm alone in this room and JP's like, close the blinds and take a nap. And I'm like, okay, you know, close the blinds and take a nap. So I close the blinds in the window. Is there a spot to take a nap? No, I mean, it's just tables and chairs. So it's like this little, it's like really weird. I don't know why they call it a VIP room because it, you like VIP room, it makes it seem like it's like something really nice. But all it is is like, it's a room off the side of the convention center that has windows that overlook the exhibit hall. Mm-hmm. So I assume that it's most often used by, like, whoever is operating the exhibit. You know, and they're just, like, sit up there, and they're like, oh, yep, it's running smoothly. So I close the blinds, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I could masturbate. Like, I watch a little bit of, you know, I watch a video. I'm like, I've got, like, two hours until anybody's supposed to come back. Okay, I see. So the thought enters your mind, and then you start, okay. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I could masturbate. You know, and so, like, I think about it, and then I'm like, it would be kind of hot to masturbate in here. Like, you know, I'm not not necessarily getting turned on by that idea, but almost like I'm like, I'm going to masturbate just <laughs> so I can do it in this room. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. And so, um, you know, I, I start scrolling on uh, Twitter and find some good uh, stuff. And so, you know, and I think maybe I did end up getting actually on Pornhub and finding an actual video to... Uh, to to finish the job too, but I, I went over and I turned off the light switch and which is right by the door and I stood there just and you know beat my meat with the lights off, sprayed all over the carpet, <laughs> and you know uh, turned the light on and went about my business for the rest of the day. Nobody ever noticed. Now this is this is what I want to know. Was the door locked? No, it wasn't. No. Now wh- what were you gonna do if somebody walked in? Like what would you have done? Well, the lights were off, so I guess, like... But the light from outside would have came in. Well, yeah, they couldn't have seen... They wouldn't have been able to see, though, once I... So, like, so if they had come in and, like, I was suddenly startled, I think I would have heard the doorknob in enough time to be able to, like, run to the side. Because I didn't, like, drop Were you facing the corner or were you facing the outside of the room? I was... So, like, from where the door was, I was kind of, like, I was diagonal they would have seen me standing yeah i mean like it, it i'm standing right inside <laughs> the door basically <laughs> masturbating yeah Zach, that's crazy now for some but at this point i knew i don't know why i knew this but like at this nobody had even walked by this hallway at the time so like there was nothing going on on this side of the building and the only people that would have come in were obviously my co-workers <laughs> but um you know it was okay you know nothing happened i, I took the risk I had a key. I could have locked the door and, like, given myself that insurance. But I I ended up not needing it, you know. Sprayed my load on the carpet, and, you know, by the time anybody got back, it had already absorbed, you know. and uh, Nice. Didn't smell at all? No. No, I mean... The room already kind of smelled like body, not body odor, but just like it was a small room that like four sweaty guys were hanging out in. So like it already kind of, okay. you know, had a, Men's a little rank smell. Yeah. And there's now just a little bit of Zach Roberts cum on the floor in there. I wonder how many 
if any other people's comer in that room i wonder i genuinely wonder <laughs> it's really interesting <laughs> yeah it is really it is interesting what a what what's so what is like your uh a, a risky one that is somewhat comparable i i don't think i really have anything comparable to that at all <laughs> nothing like well i don't want i don't like doing things that are that risky i mean there was this one time that i was was while I was still living in Springfield, I was driving back from Columbus, mm-hmm. and I just had to do it. Like, so I just dropped my pants in the car, and just did did it right in the car, and I finished in the car. It was harder oh than God. I thought it would be. Well, yeah, while you're driving, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> when I um a couple fuck that was like four years ago at this point. Whenever I I flew back to Arizona at one point, like just to drive my car back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that, dude. I'm surprised, like. For probably like three or four hours of that like 24, 28 hour trip that was, mm-hmm. probably like four or five hours, I was just beating my meat in the car. It literally just took all of my, yeah. like my whole pants, whatever like a whole tank of gas would be, just <laughs> took my pants off for, like all the way. It was just beating it, driving down the road <laughs> in the middle of the night. Just like, I wouldn't even stop if I was like next to a car or anything. Cause like I had tinted windows. I didn't think anybody could see me, but I'm just fucking going at it. And then, like, at a certain point, it started to get light outside, and, like, I was afraid that, like, one of those, like, speed drones would, like, see me or something, or, like, <laughs> yeah. I was, like, hitting, like, the, like, toll roads. Oh, yeah, and then, like, you didn't want your picture to be you stroking your cock. Yeah, I had to, uh, I had to stop it, but it scared me for, like, you know, a few weeks after that until I forgot that it happened. <laughs> right. That's great. So, I mean, were you, like edging yourself for oh, hours yes. and hours and oh, hours yeah. oh so i mean did you were you able to end up finishing at that point or did oh, you yeah. have to stop before the sun came up no if it was at the point that if i did not finish then i would have been the worst case of blue balls in my life it yeah been very <laughs> right. painful yeah so you're like well i better finish before the sun comes up too much that's right gonna yeah, like, i had squirting. to i was too committed at that point yeah just sprayed all over my legs in the car like <laughs> the that got on the steering wheel i don't know <laughs> Spray. You know, uh, it's interesting because you it just reminded me of a couple. Because there was one, so my brain's going crazy. There was one time I remember uh, when my dad, uh, Dennis, who passed away, when he would make me take him to doctor's appointments all the time. Do you remember that? All his, the time. His doctor's appointments? Yeah, he would like call me and be like, he was afraid of driving. Do you remember this? Yeah, and I do remember All this. of a sudden, <laughs> he was randomly time. afraid of driving. And he would, you know, not to diminish if he really was, but I think it was just, I think it was all bullshit. Probably, yeah. He was afraid of driving, and so he asked me all the time, will you take me to my doctor's appointment in XYZ, Kettering? Will you drive me to my doctor's appointment in Lima? Will you drive me here? Will you drive, you drive me, me to a baseball game in Indiana? Yeah, literally, and and then stay with me for the week. I mean, you you say it, and it's like it's kind of sad because it's like, well, obviously he wanted to spend time with me, but at the same time, like that's not my idea of fun in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And so, but a couple times I would take him, and there was one time that I was in basketball shorts and sitting in the parking lot of some doctor's office in my dad's like orange suzuki car do you remember that Mm -hmm. yeah sitting in the front seat of that and i didn't take my cock out at all i just did it through my like by rubbing on the outside of my basketball shorts and you know i'm pretty sure i was watching porn on my phone you know classic and you know just in that time did the same thing that you're talking about just you know came all over your dad's car (laughs) no no just all down my legs you know oh then you're kind of like my shorts got it my shorts kind of, you know, sopped up most of it. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind jizzing on myself. It's really not a big deal. I've been doing no, it my whole yeah. life. 
Yeah, no, I'm. I definitely, you know, uh, classic. It's easier that way. I mean, if I especially I'll come all over my shirt, just change my shirt and use it as a rag. I mean, it's gonna get clean. You know right. what I mean? Like, it's not right. like what big whoop. I'm sure I've came on this shirt thousands of times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, probably, yeah. Just, you know, it just happens. But the the fact of that story that you reminded me of of my dad reminded me of another one involving uh, Dennis. Who you know? Typically, I try to repress because <laughs> you know he has, Obvious he reasons, has passed yeah. on. But back when I was I, probably still in high school, I remember we were going to dinner at Texas Roadhouse. And do you remember in my old bedroom there was like the you know the classic love seat that was like right inside the door with mm-hmm. the green screen behind it? Oh yeah. You know, I was I was laying there. You know, with my head facing the door when I'm laying on it. So I mean, basically, I'm literally right inside the door. But I'm sitting there, you know, masturbating. And my dad opens the door. And no. Like, well, hey, I, I was. I, it was okay. I got covered up, and I think I had just finished coming. I think actually, like I had just came, and I was under the blanket, you know, or you know, I probably I I had had an insurance blanket around my knees <laughs> while I'm, you know what I mean, like just while I'm case. masturbating, yeah. And I start coming. My dad opens the door. I like cover uh, up. You know, I, I just like keep spewing on my sh- you know stomach. Oh my god! And so he's like, "We're getting ready to go, bub." And I'm like, "All right, I'll be out in just a second. He's like, "Okay." And then he just stands in the doorway. You know, arm up on the door. And I'm like, "I'll be out in a second. And he's like, "Okay." And he's like watching me. And I'm like, "Could you close the door?" And he goes. <laughs> Yeah, and shuts the door. And I'm like, ew. Yeah, yeah, like, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Ew. Yeah, exactly. Was Dennis a pedophile? Maybe he was. Maybe he was. I'm partnering that with the shower thing. Yes, yeah, he always, he did used to, you know, every morning when I would take a shower, some mornings, not every, he would try to talk to me and then peek his, like, open through the shower door, yeah. Oh, you know, open the shower to talk to me. And, you know, he was a he was the type of guy that would just walk around the house butt-ass naked. So it's hard to say. And watch porn with you. Yeah, I think he was definitely a sexual pervert. So he did walk around, like, butt-ass naked like you saw his peenie? Oh, yeah, his tiny, little, piddly, disgusting, small penis, yeah. Covered by a shroud of pubes. <laughs> disgusting. Dennis Roberts. He is a disgusting man. He definitely passed on the small penis, but for some oh, reason... <laughs> But for some reason, I think, like, I can't imagine from just the way his penis has looked since all of time, I can't imagine that it's actively... So, like, I think it's, in girth-wise, I think his penis is, at least when flaccid, it's certainly more girthy than mine. But I just feel like our penises are still... Like, I feel like his penis is so, like, hidden... Because he's a fat, he's, he was a fat man. Yeah, you know? yeah. And and more of my penis is out of the body. You know what I mean? So I think my <laughs> penis might be bigger than my dad's. <laughs> it's I, all you know. I wouldn't doubt say. it. I mean, yeah. Certainly, when I lose weight, like my penis gets bigger for sure. Right. For Especially sure. even just seeing pic- old pictures of it, I'm like, Jesus Christ! That was the <laughs> tool I was working with. <laughs> Like, look oh at that my, thing. Oh my goodness, it turns me on. Right. It's yeah, I mean it it, it can it, it definitely 
ebbs and flows. You know, I've kind of grown, I've gotten used to the size that it is. You know, I've kind of expected, you know, for a long time, I'm like, it's, I'm going to hit my growth spurt any day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, my penis is going to grow any day. I mean, obviously, since I've started having sex, it hasn't mattered. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, like, since then, I haven't cared. But before I started having sex, really, I'm like, I still, it's going to grow. It's going <laughs> to, you know, I'm like, any day now, it's going to start growing. I don't think, I don't think I've had that thought since I was, like, 13, 14. <laughs> but I remember being a really, really young kid, maybe, like, six or seven. Mm-hmm. And I remember, oh, God, this is, like, embarrassing to remember. But I remember just, like, crying one day. And my mom's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm just like, like, I think my penis is too small. I, I'd probably say, <laughs> like my wee-wee. I was like, I think it's too small. And she's like, RJ, well, you know, I haven't seen it since you were a baby, but I think you're just fine. That's so fucking funny. Oh my God. But I think you're just fine. Oh, I like, uh, here's an opposite. Here's an opposite for you. That'll make you cringe. I recently unrepressed the memory of Will Harkins wrestling <gasps> me down onto the floor. Oh no! And gra- touching, touching my penis uh, on the outside and trying to ascertain its size and getting on top of me and like wrestling me, and grabbing it, and he's like, "It's a tootsie roll, smaller than a tootsie roll." And, Did he you know, actually touch it, like, yeah. pinched oh, yeah, it? Yeah, 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 like, touched my, yeah, definitely, like... Have uh, you ever told yeah. Karen this? She was right there, she was watching it! <laughs> yeah, it was, like, for her benefit! Oh, you no! You know what I mean? It was, like, a, it was, like, a funny, like, ha-ha-ha, like, and she gonna... thought that was funny. They were laughing. They were laughing, laughing, laughing. Well, and, I mean, it's not uncommon for, it's not, uh, honestly, it's not, not uncommon... Not uncommon for Will? For Will to, 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 to pinch a little penis... Because with his new grandkids, you know, all these grandkids that are running around. I was, when I was there recently, we were at uh, his parents' house. And the grandkids were over there. And he started, like, messing around with them. Like, you know, doing things like, what's on your shirt? And, like, flicking their nose. Well, then he starts, like, pinching all over their body. Ew. You know what I mean? Like, pinching their nips. This man is a pedophile. Stomach, right. Pinching their little button penis, you know. Pinching their, pinching their little So he's butts. only doing this to the boys? Well, there are they're all only boys. And then he, uh, at the end, he gave, he gave him like $5, <laughs> like, yeah, like it was, you know, like to, you know, uh, you know, Will! he's like pinching them all over and they're like, ow, stop, stop. And then he's like, here's $5. <laughs> I mean, it's honestly, it's weird. You know, there's a lot of sexual deviancy in my family. Clearly. I don't think, I don't think there's much in my family at all. Well, I mean, my parents were swingers, but that's about it. Who- yeah. Who's to say that's deviant? I mean, it's, it's like, you know, it's not like anybody's like fucking their family members or an animal or something like that. Right. That I know of. I mean, it could have happened. <laughs> it definitely could have. I mean, stranger things have happened. But yeah, in terms of like weird places, like, I don't know, like, I mean, obviously work. Yeah. The sax Manor bathrooms. Well, yes. Bedrooms. That <laughs> <laughs> yes, that did happen. <laughs> Yeah, a lot, lot of times in the bathrooms there. Yeah, I went through a lot of my workplaces. Obviously, you know, I masturbated in the Menards bathroom. Oh, yeah. Famously masturbated in the Assurant bathrooms. I would Many spray times. my loads all over the blue, dark blue tile floors and wouldn't even clean them up most of the time. Now, can you tell me... Can you tell me the time you're almost caught, like, or is this, like, something I'm misremembering? Because I'm pretty sure somebody was, like, in the stall next to you, and I think you thought that they heard it, like, hit the ground. (laughs) Yeah, well, because I remember, uh, 
I, I remember, I can't remember exactly what I thought they heard, but I, because while I was thinking of this, I had a vague memory where I was like, somebody said once, it sounds like somebody's jerking off in there, or beating <laughs> off in there. <laughs> Did and, they? <laughs> yeah, I, I swear to God that, yeah, I, like, now that you say that, and I already had that vague memory, I think that is what happened. Like, somebody was like, it sounds like someone's beating off in there. <laughs> oh, my God. And I mean, dude, I w- you know, I would literally, s- eventually, you know, I learned that if the toilet is one of those, you know, there's like a wider mouth toilet at some, like, businesses. Uh-huh. I could, you know, I could sit on the toilet, stroke my meat, and then, like, kind of just point my penis down and spray my load into the toilet. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That was a that was a game changer. But before then, yeah, it was toilet paper, you know, and that's not very fun. So then eventually, it's, <laughs> well, I'm just going to shoot the load on the floor, and I would clean it up. But then it started to be too much to clean up, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, I'm like, well, I'm just going to leave it there, because once it starts to dry, you know, it kind of, it, it could be piss, you know what I mean? I mean, but it's a little more white than that, but, like... Like, if it dries long enough, like, I'm like, nobody's going to think it's cum. Well, they, they might have. I remember at one point you had Google searched, like, if somebody could track you by the cum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I was so you, nervous. You were worried about it. Like, whatever incident this was that happened that made you so nervous, you were you were pretty worried about it. I was, yeah. It was a big deal at that time. I've kind of forgotten about it, but I, I remember there was a long time where I was like, I can't masturbate at Assurant anymore. But then, you know, before I left, obviously, I, was, I got over that. Right. And who could forget the time that me, you, and JT were all hanging out, and you had just got done with your, your sexual tension session with what was it Haley myers yeah Haley myers yeah. made us take you to speedway so you could jerk off in their bathroom i it i that, rj that was the only time in my entire life i've ever had blue balls it sucks it's a it's genuinely painful it and hurts like, you know taylor was telling me a while ago like you know it's well and it, it is like just like a a meme i guess that like boys uh, or men, some guys will use blue balls as like a pressure like, way women, to, yeah, yeah, pressure women. I've been to have seeing shit like that on TikTok. And I'm like, well, that's not real. You know what I mean? Because, like, deep down, like, yes, obviously, if you don't bust a nut, it can hurt. Like, if you're, if you get horny enough that it, whatever causes it, it, do, it is real. It hurts. Like, yeah, yeah. It is real, but all you have to do is masturbate. I yeah. mean, so if she says no, that doesn't mean you have to pressure her into having sex with you because you're going to have blue balls. You just have to jerk off. But some some girls are weird about that. Like some girls don't want their their boyfriends to jerk off in a relationship. Uh, well, I don't. That, I could never. Pff, there's nothing. No, nobody's ever going to stop me from playing with my penis. I think. Ta- I don't think Taylor thinks that I watch porn. Like I think she thinks I masturbate. Like I don't. I don't think she knows how much I masturbate. You know what I mean? I don't oh, think she yeah. knows how much porn I watch. I think she thinks when I do masturbate that it's to her. And you know these well, are just conversations. Good. Yeah, I mean we don't. And sometimes it is. Um, but yeah, I do. Watch, yeah, I certainly masturbate to a lot of porn too. <laughs> like I mean, we all do. Like. Yeah, I mean, I'm very open with it about Abigail. Sometimes I'll just do it right in front of her. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not even, like, she won't even be, like, in a necess- like, necessarily sexual mood. I'll just be like, I gotta get off right now. And she's like, that's fine. I don't give a shit. And I'll just sit ahead. there and watch porn right in front of her. <laughs> or I'll be like, yeah, I was watching this porn the other day. Like, it was so hot. Or, like, I watched this porn the other day and I'm ashamed of it. I watched two midgets fuck and, like, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> like, I gotta take a break. Yeah, for me, it's like, uh, I'll, um... It, to me, it's just something... 
that you do almost every day, you know? And so I, I do. Yeah. I am sure I, I, I think I probably do every day, but it's definitely almost every day. And to me, it's like, well, like I've, I shit today. I pissed today. I came today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like what you have to do. You know? Right. I do it like right in the morning. Like that's part of my morning routine. Like I'll wake up, give myself about 10, 15 minutes. I'm like, ah, okay. Like I gotta, I gotta get this day going. Right. Right. Yeah, to me, it's all, it's a... The awaken spray. Any different awaken spray. <laughs> any time for me is a good time, uh, you know, it's as evidenced by the fact that I'll do it at work. Uh, I'll do it, I'll do it literally anywhere. I feel like that's a matter of, like, boredom, though. Sometimes it is boredom, for sure. But a lot of the time, I mean, for the longest time, it was because I was genuinely, you know, just had a huge, uh, unbelievable sex drive. As a virgin, you know, had no way to do it except to masturbate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so uh, uh, here's a here's a who's who of some of my weird locations. <laughs> one of the one that I is always a go to for the one of the weirdest locations is the Northwestern High School Lecture Choir Room. Yep. Loved masturbating in there. And I I mastered the first time the one that broke the seal was the light room which is definitely a risk because it has two giant windows for a spotlight to shine through, you know, to down onto the stage. Damn. But I was sitting, like, I don't know if you'd ever been in the Lightroom, but there was, like, uh, it had, like, two big windows there, but it you had to, like, walk up two stairs and come around a corner to get to that area. So, like, there was a little space behind the door where nobody could see you because it was just a little you could area probably hear someone. two stairs. You could probably hear them, yeah. But I stood there, sprayed my load all over the carpet. I was masturbating, I remember, to Josh McFarland. <laughs> oh, he, he turned me on doing something in show choir so bad. So, so bad. His name sounds familiar, but I can't picture him. He's not cute. He's not cute. But he turned me on so bad in like in show choir that after all the band kids left and there were you know nobody there was nobody really in there I helped myself and I went into the lecture choir room or into the the light room and and masturbated. Now where where else have you done it Northwestern? Because I know you've done it more than that. Like haven't you done it in Mrs. Perk's office? Oh yeah, Mrs. Perk's office. That's another one. You know, sitting in her chair. <laughs> In her chair. Sitting in her chair, yeah, sprayed all over the floor in her office. (laughs) There was two dressing rooms down at the bottom of the stage, and there was a couch in one. I'm pretty sure I masturbated in both, but I know I masturbated on the couch uh, in that room because it was kind of one of those things, like... It was a rumor, you know, but it was kind of like a legendary couch. They're like, everybody has sex on that couch. Like, I doubt it. I, honest to God, doubt it. But somebody might have. I believe it. And so the thought of it turned me on so much that I went down and sat on this couch and added my added my little ass added, imprint to you the... Added, oh, you didn't add your seat to it? No, I didn't come all over it because, I mean, we, we use this couch. You know what I mean? Like, we, we would use it in, like, Stuart skits and all kinds of shit. So, like, I'm like... I'm oh, my gonna, God. I'm not going to come on it, but I'm certainly going to sit on it while I come. <laughs> And really, the only other places at Northwestern were various restrooms. I remember I would always, because I had Mr. Kramer in last Yeah, Mr. Period, Kramer's was very private. And he had that, you know, basically that whole hallway to himself. There was like the band down there, but really nothing else was down that hallway. And there was, except a bathroom right across the hall from his door. I would just go in there basically every day and, and rub one out. <laughs> in your van? In my van in the fence dairy parking lot, yeah. I like sat, I went into the far back row and I put a kiss blanket up 
in between the two middle seats and just absolutely beat my mate in the uh, hospital before, I'm before sure I went into work yeah yeah and even the, I would even go back like you know because they had a, they had restrooms that you could get to we would we went there to shit sometimes they had some of the best oh restrooms yeah, yeah. To shit oh in. yeah they did yep some of the best restrooms to go publicly masturbate in too you've done that oh yeah like right still around that same time like you know it'd probably be like we were hanging out with like JT and I would just go in there <laughs> real quick and rub one out uh <laughs> So I remember once, do you remember in the 2012 uh, Obama campaign office, the that like hard green futon? Yep. You've done it on there? I sat there and sprayed a load on the floor there too, or maybe into some napkins. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I had too. Yeah, I mean especially easy for you because you would you were the only one there some mornings, like Friday yeah. mornings or something like that. You had the whole damn place to yourself and had set up like a security camera so you didn't have to like be out in the main room. Like you you had full full uh clearance to masturbate. I know. At the HBC uh, when I worked there, oh, there I'm sure a lot. I, you know, I would masturbate in the bathroom all the time, obviously. But there was one time I had I had like kind of figured out where all the cameras were, and I knew there were no cameras in any of the actual breakout rooms, at least as far as I could tell. And I went in there one day and closed the door and locked it behind me. Literally, like pulled my pants down and like. The, the whole wall is windows, but they're tinted and the blinds were down, so I knew nobody could see me. But I'm standing there in this dark room, nobody else in the building I know for at least a couple hours, because I'm just there to lock the door at the end of the day, and absolutely just stood there butt-ass naked. Well, not butt-ass, I had my shirt on, but I took my pants completely off, just like sat on one of the tables, like leaned on it, stood there and stroked and just absolutely came all over the carpet in the breakout room. Oh my rooms. goodness. <laughs> yeah. You've really spread it. Oh, yeah. You've got your seed all the way across the nation. (laughs) Yeah, I really do. Because, like, I'm sure, you know, I've came in, like, the New York... I know I've come in New York City, you know what I mean? Like, I've came in, like, uh, you know, the Americana Inn bathroom, you know, that kind of shit. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I did, too. I just can't even remember. You know, one place that I that came up was when I went to visit my Aunt Hatsy and Uncle Alan in Sag Harbor. One weird place that's on my list is my cousin Adam's bed, specifically in Sag Harbor. You know, Uh, because he 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 doesn't live there. He's an adult at that time. You know, he was probably like thirty five already at that point. And I was laying in his you know laying in his bed because that was the room I was staying in. And had the windows open because there's no air conditioning in this old, you know, beautiful house. And I was sexting. As you? Well, catfishing, of course. You know, catfishing. But I was sexting. Just had to masturbate, of course. So I've masturbated in my cousin Adam's bed in his Sag Harbor home. (laughs) Which is, uh, you know, an interesting one. While I was studying at Clerks, or in the Performing Arts Center, when we had uh, access, I don't remember why, but at some point in one of the shows that we were doing, they had the the star dressing rooms backstage unlocked. I don't think they were supposed to, we were supposed to know that. I don't think anybody else knew that. And because of that, I would like go in there and hide before the shows started, just to have like some peace and quiet. Obviously masturbated in these star dressing rooms. I locked the door, uh, you know... And they had these armchairs that you could sit in and 
Just sat there and sprayed my load all over the floor. Classic me. It seems to be your big spot is the floor. Spraying all over the floor. Yeah, well, because it's easy to get rid of. Uh-huh. So one recent place, and then I have one that was, uh, you know, definitely controversial. But one that I do a lot recently is masturbating in and around the Savannah Mall. <laughs> yeah, I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. I'll, but the thing is, is like uh, some obviously they have a family restroom, so I'll go in there and masturbate and spray all over the floor, easy. But there's also times where I'm sitting in my car and in the parking lot, and I'll masturbate, come all over myself, and then you know when I'm sitting there, I'm like, well, actually, I need to go piss. Uh, and this was really before I started working at, back at Stagefront again, and I would be sitting there for hours and hours and hours. And I'm like, okay, I have to go piss. So I'm going to go inside the mall. Well, I'm going inside the mall with a mostly dry cum stain all over my shirt. But I'm like, nobody's going to know it's cum. Like, I'm like, they're just going to think, like, I got wet all over my shirt. So I'm literally Depends walking. on the collar. Well, it's like, it's like a, it, it was a gray shirt usually. And so it would be, like, just a gray stain. It'd be like Mine a, dries with white on it. It's annoying. Well, mine's usually, like, when it dries, usually you can't even you wouldn't even be able to tell, especially on like a gray shirt. And so to me, it just looked like I had like maybe leaned against the counter uh, while I was doing the dishes, you know? And so like all of my stuff or like washed my hands. Yeah. Who's going to look at that and be like, I think that guy has come all over his shirt. Fresh cum. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was banking on. I'm like, I'm literally walking around the mall with a shirt that is, has wet come on it and i'm like just walking around the mall with it blatant because i know nobody's gonna be like that's come i've suspected i've suspected other guys of having come on their shirts before but really never called them out on it so not anything that blatant like a huge load like just like what like a little piece that hit their shirt he's like those little circles yeah yeah that you would normally see like the globs of cum that like had dried, <laughs> right like the, Nothing to ever really call anybody out, and I don't think yeah. anybody would ever admit that. Mm-mm. There's one I'm thinking of when I was in living in Arizona in the RV. Right. Um, it was really hard to rub them out there. Absolutely. But they had this couch that like would like fold out into a bed, and because it folded, there's like this little like you could put your hand in it and then like reach underneath the the couch, which would be like storage. Yeah. So this one time, like, I was like, I can't like masturbate like facing you know whatever if anybody walks in it's obvious even if i have a blanket over me that i'm jerking (laughs) off yeah so i like angled myself and like put my dick through this like part of the this like split in the couch and like got off there and just did it right into the storage (laughs) 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 and it was see it worked pretty well it was just really hard to get out i'm pretty sure i had to do like almost like a like a woman fingering movement because it was so hard to like i couldn't get my whole hand under there to jack it i had to like rub it like it was a clit until like you know how hard it is to come like that yeah i couldn't even imagine i was wondering if you were like humping the cushions or no i wasn't uh, humping or anything yeah it's really hard to come like that i've done that a couple times that just instantly reminded me humping i was like have i ever humped i once i had a in my dad's house in the corner there was when i was growing up there was a net of stuffed animals and there was a pug a dog stuffed animal that was like you know fleshlight size and i literally ripped a hole in that thing's ass ripped a hole in its ass used my fingers to make a little crevice in the cotton 
Yeah, yeah, in the cotton, and just I used it I think once or twice, and just deposited all my cum into that stuffed animal skull. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I had tried to do that when I was uh when I like first started, like eleven yeah. or twelve. I tried to like do it to like this like dragon thing, but it hurt. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure some of the cotton got like my dick hole. Zach, this is something I've been meaning to like ask someone about. This is I don't know if this is like a Mandela effect or if like the recipe has changed in soap. Didn't it used to? burn like crazy when you got soap on your penis oh yeah i mean like at least in the hole i still try not to like obviously i clean my my penis and my balls zach try it it doesn't hurt anymore i'm too afraid to no it truly does not hurt i've rubbed i've rubbed soap all over it and like i've like tried to do it i like (laughs) open my dick hole and like put soap soap inside it yeah yeah it doesn't hurt yeah i remember because of that reminds me back when i was a little kid and alicia was giving me a bath i remember after i took the bath that it burned when i pissed and i remember she called her husband well because at the time she wasn't my stepmom she was my dad's best friend she was babysitting me giving me a bath and all that stuff and she apparently got soap in my pit in my piss hole and she called her husband and she's like what's going on he's like oh that sounds like he just got soap in his pee hole so this was a thing that everybody oh, yeah, experienced. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Because I was just, I've been shocked recently because I've like, you know, just really been going for it. Like I've taken it for granted for years and I just noticed it. Yeah, I mean, I use body wash, so I don't know if that makes any difference, but. Oh, um, I use like bar soap. You still, yeah, you're on bar soaps. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that they have changed the formula in bar soap that you can get it on your penis again. Because that's, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what she washed me with. And that's, you know, with bar soap on a rag, and then she got it in my piss hole. Yeah, it hurts. Terrible pain. Now, this last one for me, that at least it's on my list, this one's definitely controversial. And, you know, I know you and I have talked about it before, uh, maybe not as in-depth as, as we're about to. But, uh, you know, obviously when I was in Chicago, I was still pretty young. You know, I was 18 and uh, very horny, had never had sex Ever, ever, ever. And for the first time in my life, I was living with just one of the cutest boys I had ever seen. And not only that, but I'm pretty sure he was gay. And not only that, but, like, I think he likes me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're, like, really hitting it off. Like, I mean, unbelievably hitting it off. Now, at this age, I think I can look back and realize that, like, I definitely, like, I I definitely ruined that, any chance of that ever being a relationship. You know, if there was any chance of it, I ruined it. Because I do think there could have, there was definitely something there. Now, you know, I look back and I'm like, obviously, I, he also some, he also kind of bullied me in ways, you know, like making fun of my clothes because he was like a fashion person and, you know, he was like a catty kind of bitch. And like, obviously there's a lot about him that is not, I would not want to be his friend or like be, you know, in a relationship with him. But I can look back and be like, well, I do think there was something there. And I think part of the reason that things started to fall apart was because not only was I being like just extremely clingy. Uh, I was being my extremely clingy, anxious self, being like, "Oh, so what are you gonna? What, what time do you get out of class? Do you want to hang out when you get out of class? Do you want to go? You want to watch America's Next Top Model when you get out of class, and then we can make dinner together, and then maybe we can hang out with our friends after you get out of class. What time do you get out of class? You know what I mean? So like smothering, unbel- you know, I mean, you know, yeah, you know that part of my personality too. You know, it was around the same time that I would always be like, "Are you getting on Skype? Don't forget to Skype me when you get home. We're gonna <laughs> right. Skype when you get home, right? Skype in Minecraft, and then I'd like." 
post it on your Facebook wall, still Skyping. <laughs> like, I mean, it's ridiculous. But there's some anxious part of my personality that's like, I want to make sure everybody, you know, is, is on the same... I don't know what it is, but anyway... Uh, so I can look back and obviously realize I was definitely smothering very clingy on, to a person that didn't really owe me their time as much as I thought they did. And then on top of that, I think he found out how much of a sexual deviant I was and what was going on when he was not in the room. You think so? Yeah. You think so? You think he knew? Yeah. I think so because like, I look back and I remember... When did you start to think this? Well, you know... Over the last couple of years, it's kind of been a realization over the last couple of years, you know, definitely with marijuana and, you know, kind of more introspection. You know, I can see now, I can look back and I remember he said, you know, he's, he's like, you know, there's just some things that I've found out that make me, like, I can't remember exactly how he said it, but he's like, there's, there's just things that I've found out that make me uncomfortable, you know, something like that, creeped out uncomfortable when 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 did he tell you that that night that that last that the very, very last, last night. night that we uh you know one, one of the last times we ever spoke and uh yeah that very last time and uh, the you know the the climax of of the musical so to speak so you know he he tells me you know he's like i just i don't like you in that way all of the things that all of the things that you thought made us a couple you know, I didn't see them the same way. And I've found out some things that just make me feel uncomfortable. So I look back on it and I'm like, well, clearly, yeah, I mean, clearly he knows, you know. And so um, I'm thinking because one of the locations that uh, I would masturbate a lot in Chicago was not only uh, in my bed, but also in his. And... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know, did you get under the covers? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, um, and so, so he would make he, he made his bed, you know, uh, to a certain extent, and I would I would get in I would get in the bed, and you know I would I would I would I would masturbate, you know I would I would smell the pillows, I would. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's that bad. Like I mean, like it, I guess it is bad, but like I'm not. <laughs> getting wide-eyed for that reason i'm just getting wide out thinking that he knew yeah exactly yeah but you know it goes a step further because not only would i (laughs) masturbate in his bed but uh i would i would occasionally and by occasionally once i did it the first time i would do it any chance exclusively (laughs) almost exclusively can't believe I'm putting this in a motif. Have you not told me this? I'm sure I have. Okay. But maybe not. But yeah, I would I would get into the closet and get into his dirty clothes hamper and uh, get out his underwear, his dirty underwear. Oh, hey, I need it. And uh, sometimes also a nice dirty sock. And I would like use the sock like the stuffed animal from earlier, and I would just spray my load in the. Yeah, you I'd would like, do it. You would come inside of his. I'd clothes? come inside his socks. I didn't come on the underwear because sometimes I knew he reused them before he washed them, uh, just because like I could tell. But I would. I mean, and dude, I was all up in those <laughs> underwear. I mean, like I was all. Oh my god, a shit smell. I'm gonna smell it. <laughs> Really? Like that level? Oh my god! 
God, yes. Piss. That means his penis was here. I'm gonna smell it. I'm gonna put it in my mouth. Not the not the shit. Oh not the lord. Shit. Not the shit. Not the shit. But <laughs> I could see how you'd get to that level, though. I mean, I could see because you're like you're so attracted to him. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> literally, yeah, literally. And so I'm like, I could. I knew. I knew the smell of his asshole. Like I could tell where his asshole like where he had sat on the underwear you know what i mean because like i could that's how much i was like literally like (laughs) literally like inhaling these underwear and you know i would so i'd get the underwear out i would go uh you know get in his bed smell the pillow smell the underwear put the underwear like over my face and just absolutely you know masturbate to the young man uh you know at some point at some point and this is, I mean, like, it's like, the more it comes, the more it comes out, it's like, if he knew even one part of this, no yes. wonder he doesn't want to have anything to do with me. You yes. know what I mean? But you didn't tell anyone about this besides no, us. I mean, no, not yet. I mean, no, no you like, had texted, you had texted me about it. I mean, he could have gotten on your phone or something. He like. very well could have, because I mean, I wasn't above it. I got on his things. I found, I like got it. Oh his yeah, you did. Phone, and I found a video of him doing a dance, a stri- a sexy, sexy dance, and dude, I mean, I genuinely like, I still, I mean, I don't think, I don't think about this dance, but like sometimes I'll literally look up like amateur strip dance, you know what I mean? Because like, because it was and that. none of them, none of them come close to how sexy this fucking video was. Yeah, it's like an Ashley Tisdale song. Every time I hear the song, I yes. think about the video. Me too. Me too. And I mean, just, it was the, I mean, just sheer abandonment. Dancing with abandon is one of the sexiest things, you know? And, and he He was feeling it and he was doing, and he was being sexy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he was being sexy with it. And of course, you know, I see that I quickly send it to myself and then, (laughs) you know, delete, you know, delete that I did that or so I think, you know, and then at some point. I don't even know if these were old. I think at some point he went because he was a photographer and majoring in photography there at the school. And at some point he went and had some photos take or was taking photos of his body, uh, his upper body. And like, you know, his shirt was off and like all these like sexy poses and like looking at his veins and must send them to myself, you know, downloaded them off of his like hard drive, put them online. Yeah, I could probably still access those on my files i don't think i still have them but like i think i probably could get, find them now you've also done this with his shoes right yeah he had sexy shoes <laughs> i thought you had i thought you had like smelled those one time while you were i think so you know it was for some reason it was just the sheer fact that it was like on his body uh-huh and uh in a way that i couldn't be And, you know, I would lay in the bed and I would masturbate and, you know, spray my load. And then I would always, almost always listen to the song Come What May from (laughs) Moulin Rouge. And sometimes I would listen to the Glee version because in that version it's sung by Kurt and Blaine. So it's like a male gay version of the same beautiful love song. One of the most beautiful love songs ever written by far. And I just, I still to this day can't listen to it because it's like so, you know, I do listen to it sometimes, but it's like I listen to it when I want to be transported to those feelings, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, I don't want to be, so I try not to listen to it. But 
There was a time when I had in my bed masturbated with his short, his underwear, his boxers as a, um, as a, as a mask. (laughs) And, um, I don't know how this happened, dude, but, and I'm pretty sure I've told you this before too, but it is absolutely still one of the most uncomfortable, embarrassing things that's ever could have happened. And probably the most tangible evidence that he probably had. We came home from doing something going somewhere having dinner or something we came home and the underwear the boxers are sitting out on top of my bed near my pillow I'm like imagining this that because sometimes like when you're like nervous like you think you're doing a good lie but like you're not and it's like really I'm like well how did those get there like is that what happened no, no so I I I was the first one in the door and he was right behind me so I mean and the way that the room was we were when you walked in the door you were looking at his bed and my bed was on the other side so there was in my mind there was enough time that he might he still might not have seen it but I instantly, I walked in the room, I turned the light on, and instantly see the underwear. And I take my book bag off, and I throw it. <laughs> like, you know, I basically toss it over there and try to cover up the underwear, right? Did you? I did, yeah. I got them covered up as far as I could remember. I mean, I'm pretty sure then I went over and, like, sat on top of it. Like, you uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, sprawled out on my bed and was like... You know, covering it up. And then when he left the room, he's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay. Evasive maneuvers, you know, all full speeds ahead, you know, put it in and buried it under his, you know, under all of the clothes in his hamper. Now, we never talked about that. and, and But you know, do you think he saw it? Like, it, from that, it doesn't seem like he saw it. Was he I acting don't weird? Know. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if he saw it. I really don't. I, it's hard to say, but... I feel like outside of like going through my text messages or like reading maybe my journal, what I don't even think that I was like writing about stuff like that. I don't know how else he would know if, unless he was referring to something else. You know what I, I mean, mean? He might have found your dried cum in a sock when he was he, doing laundry. He might have. He might have. And like who else would be coming in his socks? That Liam dude? Yeah, I mean, it might have been, but certainly it's the person that has made it very apparent that he's in love with them. And, (laughs) oh, man, you know, and just while we're on the the cringe train, uh, it reminded me, I remembered recently, there was a time in our, in, in what I thought was our relationship, that there was a huge break in the, in the, uh, in a good way, a huge break in a good way that, uh, now I, I, there was a time, a good period of time where like I could put my head on his shoulder. We were watching American Horror Story Coven because it was, that was the one that was coming out at the time. And I was like, can I rest my head? You know what I mean? And he's like, yeah, sure. So I, I'm like literally resting my head on his shoulder. See, this is not something that like straight men do. No, I know. I know. Right. Well, but now I look back on it and I start to remember other details. And so I remember, oh my God. And it makes me, it's, it's humiliating. I mean, it's humiliating. <laughs> and I remember, so I remember at the time, I'm like, I'm going to put my head on his shoulder. And now, you know me, I, I talk to literally everybody. So everybody, 
all of my friends, even my acquaintances in my class, knew that I had a deep crush on this young man, on my roommate, no less. They, everybody knew it, you know. I mean, I was, we had, the first assignment that I turned in in my writing and rhetoric class was about her. Wow. You know, so, I mean, it was, everybody knew about it, you know what I mean? And uh, so, we were over at our friend's house, uh, you know, across the hallway at, at the girls' apartment, and I remember, obviously, all these girls know in my mind, like, what a huge deal this is to me, you know, like, I'm literally, I'm cuddling with him, so I put my, you know, I got my head on his shoulder, and I'm looking around, and I, like, make eye contact with Jules, and, you know, she, she's, like, smiling, she, like, gives me this, you know, she, like, gives me a smile that I, when I look, at the time, I interpreted it as, oh, my God, this is so cute, well, now I look back, and I, I realize the face she was making was not because she thought it was cute, but it was because she wasn't reacting to me, right? Because, like, I look at her, she's already making the face, right? Well, hindsight 2020, has making a face. You know what I mean? He's making a face. He's like... You think so? Oh, yeah. Because, dude, <laughs> I have to keep taking my glasses off every time it gets worse. It's like you don't even want to see the world. Every time. So, like, that same time, that same experience, right? Right soon after this uh, this exchange happens, he's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. So he gets up and goes to the bathroom. When he comes back, like, right, he comes back. Where does my head go? Back to the shoulder. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, so, you know, I look back on it and I'm like, all things considered, it's obvious to me that he was at least not, you know, there was some, there was a, there was another conversation that I was not a part of going on about this whole situation. Did this only happen once? It happened a couple times, you know, after that, like I would keep doing it, but it was very, it was, I mean, it was the end of everything. So, I mean, like it probably happened like three or four days. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like before, you know, it happened, but but yeah. So, I mean, this was this, all things considered, whatever piece of that he found out, I can totally understand why he wouldn't, you know, why he would ghost me in person to my face. He ghosted you in person to your face. What do you mean by that? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I didn't even exist. Uh, Really? Oh yeah, dude. One of the most, Horrible experiences in my entire life. Truly, maybe disgusting. I'm just not remembering all that. No, yeah, I mean, no, it's possible we never like discussed it in that because the, the 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 it was like the worst part of it. But like, yeah, once I went back after, uh, so like right before Christmas break, he's like, no, no, no. I, you know, he said what all of the stuff I said earlier. Like, I don't, I don't like you like that. So, what even brought that up? I don't know. All this conversations that he'd been having with these girls, right? But and how so, did like it get brought up between you and him? Everybody was ignoring me. Everybody was, oh, everybody, oh, nobody so would talk happened, to me. Like, right after you came. Oh, okay, okay. Right before I left, right? So, like, right before I left, nobody would talk to me. They were all like, he's like, I'm going to go hang out with, uh, I'm going to go, he, that's what he said. I'm going to go to the library. I'm like, oh, okay. So, like, he leaves. I'm like, well, if he's going to the library, I don't want to just sit here and be alone all night. I'm going to go across the hall and see what my friends are doing. Well, that's where he was. Oh. And so they were ignoring me. And I kept knocking on the door and, like, texting people. And I'm like, 
instantly. I mean, I'm literally like already like sobbing. Do you know they're in there? Like, do you hear it? Yes, yes, I can hear them. Yeah, and like truly just horrible like way to. I mean, t- t- horrible oh, way that's to horrible. feel. And uh, they, yeah. So eventually, somebody come. You know, Becca opens the door and she's like, "Hey, like." You know, she's like, hey, like, Zach's in here, and he knows he knows everything, and he's uncomfortable, and uh, he doesn't want to talk right now. Sobbing. You know, and he, sobbing, sobbing, sobbing. Eventually, he comes over to the apartment, and we have that discussion, and then that was that. And we went on our separate ways, and we went home for Christmas break, but we all had a decision. We all had decided we're going to come back early to hang out because we like each other. So I get back on January, you know, 4th. And it, you know, classes don't start until January 14th. And the day that I get there, Zach and Josie decide that they're going to go for the weekend and stay with Josie's grandparents in whatever city they live in, which I had been to. They had already taken me there before, you know, like Josie had already taken us and introduced us to her grandparents before. So they're like, we're going to go stay there. And I'm like, oh, okay. So like instant, instantly right away, not invited. I spent like days by myself listening to Celine Dion living. You know, I went to see her, the movie, uh, by myself in Chicago, sobbed. Terrible time to go see. I mean, perfect time to see it, but terrible time to go see it. Yeah, I could see that. Just existed alone. And then like I kept looking forward to like when they were going to come back because we're going to hang out. Right. And so I'm like, oh, cool. So they get back and nobody will talk to me. Nobody will speak to me like at all. Even though you're like in the same room. Literally, dude, like I walked, I was walking to Target and he was walking home from Target and he wouldn't even look at me. I mean, it was like I was a ghost. And so, yeah, like I, I eventually went uh, uh, and I got home after that exchange, at, you know, the Target exchange. When I got home after going to Target, I went up and I was like, you know, you don't have to like absolutely ignore me. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to like treat me like I don't exist. You know, I I know like it, it got awkward, but like I thought, you know, you still wanted to be friends. And he's like, well, I mean, obviously things are going to be a little different. And then, like, that was the last time we ever spoke. It's the last thing he's ever said? Yes, yeah. I mean, and they never, like, the morning I started packing up my stuff and, like, slowly putting it, you know. And the morning that I moved out, he woke up, got right in the shower, put his clothes on, and left and went right across the hall. Did he know you were leaving? Yeah. Didn't say a word to me. Didn't, you know what I mean? Didn't. Not that he should, but, I mean, it's not even like, I don't know, just truly cruel. Truly cruel, truly cruel people. Now, yes, I masturbated in the young man's bed and I sniffed the shit on his underwear. You know what I mean? I got turned on by the skid marks in his dirty boxers and I came in his socks. I mean, yeah, so like I get it. Like, yeah, it's I, I, I tanked any chance of that. Right. But like still, it was a little cruel. Yeah, I mean, clearly, but. I think at that point, like, if he went from, like, being, like, relatively friends, even if he was uncomfortable with you putting his head on him, if he went from that to where he was in just a few days, like, I feel like he might have known something. Yeah. I I hate to say it. No, I agree. No, I agree. I mean, I've come to terms with it, you know. I mean, I'd never want to see the young man again. I don't want to speak to the young man. But if I did, I mean, there's there's definitely something, there's definitely things to say. But the thing, the, the, the true gutting part of it is, is I still, it, I'm still hung up by it. You know what I mean? I know these people haven't thought about me since I left. You know? You could have. I just doubt it. And if they did, it's like, do you remember that creepy autistic kid who masturbated in your bed? <laughs> you know? I don't. I, 
I mean, obviously, I don't know everybody, but I feel like they probably wouldn't think that. I just hope at this point that they're just like, oh, that was kind of shitty. That's all I would like them to think. Like, I, if they ever do think about right. it, I think I would just like them to be like, oh, you know, that was a I, little... Yeah, I wish I could make that right. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you just got to let bygones be bygones and shoot a load in their bed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Zach Roberts way. Sorry, my timer went off because I need to clock out of work. There we go. Are you still at work? Well, we we're we have a four out. We have like a minimum, and the only way that I can log it is to like literally let them. Like I can't. I can't log my oh, hours. Yeah I, ha- and, yeah, I had to do that at my um like contract job I had last year. Yeah, it's like I have to. Uh, it's a four-hour minimum, and I didn't. I wasn't there for four hours, but I still have to wait four hours to if I want to get paid for the four hours, and I do. <laughs> right. Well, folks, I mean, clearly this is a sex-positive podcast. I mean, we, <laughs> we we spray our loads everywhere. You know, you got you got to sow the wild oats. Uh, you got to sow the wild oats. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with you know. It's to me, you know, people people would say like, oh, well, how can you like just masturbate anywhere? Like, I don't know, but I mean, to me, it's just it's as easy as shitting or pissing. You know, I just got to get my little willy hard. Yeah, if nobody's seeing you, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, right? I mean, I I wouldn't recommend like masturbating in like people's underwear without them knowing. <laughs> but, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what makes yeah. the sexual deviancy part about. Yeah, it. I mean, there's got to be like, a little deviancy. Yeah. I would like, I've always had the idea of like, I've always wanted to like masturbate in a dressing room. I'm sure I've like fiddled around with my willy, but I, I don't think I've ever finished in a dressing room. Yeah, I feel like a dressing room's doable. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I remember the story of like Morgan getting eaten out at a dressing room, and I'm like, I would like to be doing that. Doing some eating, doing some shooting, doing some skeeting. <laughs> Especially with Morgan. May she rest in peace. Falling off the face of the earth. She's stopped. dead? No, she just stopped doing social media. So she oh, might okay. as well be dead. I mean, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I did, but I'm not dead. Well, no, but I mean, I just... I guess to everybody else like who, like... Any, yeah, like any random person. I mean, like Logan Scarberry's not on any sort of social media, and just today Daniel posted a photo with him, and I was like, oh my god, it's you know, it's Logan Scarberry. Daniel, post- Daniel Myers? Yeah. So random. Dan- yeah, today Daniel Myers, Logan Scarberry, and Cooper Nasal hung out. I wonder what Logan's been up to. Apparently, I mean, the last thing I heard, he was a land surveyor. That's the last thing I heard, but that yeah. was like after high school. Yeah, so I wonder what he's really doing. Good to see. It was good to see the young man in a photo. You know, he hasn't changed much. I was like, yeah, wow, that is that Logan Scarberry. I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, I want to see what he looks like. Speaking of something, you know, one, Logan Scarberry, you know, one of the other deviant things I did was, you know, try to seduce Logan Scarberry. Did you? I did try. Yeah, it didn't work. I thought it was going to. Um, but you know, we would, we were like talking about it a lot, you know, we were talking about masturbating together and you know, really? Yeah. And I was like, you should come over sometime. And he's like, oh yeah, I totally will. I think he was joking about the whole thing, you know, but (laughs) I was, I like, it was one of the things where like, I was being 100% serious and like, I I think he might've been kidding, but I was being 100,000% serious. Oh my god! But I yeah, and there, that reminded me. There was a time that I had I had done the same thing. I was trying to con- seduce Jason Demeter, and I was we literally talked. He's like, "Yes, like I will Skype you, and we will masturbate together." <laughs> 
we obviously didn't. <laughs> what did What did Jason say to that? I'm always curious how this goes on the other end. I yeah, I want to know what they really thought. But like, yeah, we were talking about it a lot. Like for you know, because I there was a time when like I was really like flirting with Jason Demeter, and I was texting him a lot, and we were like really getting to know each other. And I was I just remember talking about it in person. I was like, you should send me nudes sometime. You know, like as a joke. And he's like, okay, I will. And I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, you you will? Is this, why, is this why, like, after you're out? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm like, you will? And he's like, yeah, I mean, sure. He's like, yeah, just text me and remind me to remind me. And I did. He's, he's, he, I, he, yeah, I did. I texted him and I was like, hey, just a reminder, we're supposed to masturbate together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not like that. I was like, just, what hey, did he say? Hey, just a reminder, we're supposed to, you wanted me to remind you to Skype me. You know what I mean? And he, he never. Really... Oh, so you even like covered it up too. You're like, yeah. Oh, Skype. He never responded to that one, but I mean, we definitely it's talked more since that, you know what I mean? After that. So it, weird times, weird times. That is weird. Weird times to think about, but folks, I am a sexual deviant and you know, <laughs> I'm probably going to masturbate tonight, probably in a couple hours, within a couple <laughs> hours, you know, to be honest, haven't done it yet today. Oh yeah. You're definitely due for it then. I'm definitely due for it. And f- folks until then, Keep spilling the loads in the condoms, taking the condoms off, and filling a trash can full of cum, because that's what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) And until it fills up, though, folks, stay moat. (laughs)